Humans are a hyper-social species, and yet at the same time, we can find our social lives really, really difficult. Part of that means we can suffer from socially self-conscious emotions. I'm sure you know what it's like. Some time ago, I was riding my bike along a part of the bike track where I was going downhill and around a bend, and I was going a bit fast. And then just at the corner, I hit gravel and over I went. And you know the first thing I did? Check my body for injury? Check my bike for damage? Nope, I jumped up and checked to see whether anyone had seen it happen. Hi, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl. And in my last video, I talked about the three circles model, including the red circle, the threat system, in this video, I thought I might explore what is perhaps the greatest threat to humans, and that is the threat to our place in the social group, and the way that all of this translates to those socially self-conscious emotions, most notably shame. Shame is a powerful, painful part of the human experience. It's linked to a threat to our social standing and feelings of being inadequate, inferior, unworthy, or no good. It can come along with other threat-based emotions, such as anger, or anxiety, or disgust, as well as a sense of defeat, disconnection, loneliness. And it's universal. We all experience shame at one level or another, with many people experiencing very destructive shame with lingering painful shame memories. There are three main types of shame. External shame is the socially threatening feeling that we are being judged by others as inferior, inadequate, unworthy and no good. It still relates to a belief that we personally hold, but our focus of attention is on the self in the minds of others. Internal shame relates to one's own self-judgments, with the focus of attention being on certain qualities of ourselves that we view as being inadequate or undesirable. It's often driven by self-criticism or social comparison. Social media can really drive internal shame because we can see how wonderful everyone else is and how we feel no good in comparison. Reflected shame relates to the shame that can be felt via association. For example, we might bring shame to others, or others might bring shame to us. An example might be parents feeling shamed by the actions of their child, a temper tantrum in a grocery store or the like, or vice versa, Children might experience reflected shame at the actions of their parents, feeling too ashamed to ever invite friends over to their house when they're growing up. So where does shame come from? Well, it's generally regarded to be built in, so to speak, as a response to these social threats. If they think I'm no good, then I'll be sent away. I'll be alone. This leads to certain behaviours designed by evolution to help humans navigate these social threats and successfully stay a part of the group. Bowed head, averted gaze, 
slumped body posture, face buried in the hands. Appeasement strategies designed to help us reduce conflict, restore relationships, and keep us safely in the group. Shame enhances human chances of survival and reproduction by keeping us safe in the group. But it also comes along with profound effects on physical and emotional well-being. Shame can leave us with a pervasive sense of ourselves as flawed, inferior, unworthy, a failure. We then experience persistent threat system activation, which has damaging effects on our body and on our mind. In fact, external and internal shame are central to a whole range of psychological problems, such as depression or anxiety or post-traumatic stress or eating disorders. Shame can be a part of a lot of suffering. The good news is that we can work with our shame by cultivating the compassionate mind. A study published just this week by my wonderful colleagues at the UQ Compassionate Mind Research Group shows just how helpful compassion-focused therapy can be. Alicia Carter, a PhD student, is investigating whether CFT can be helpful for people who are suffering from body weight shame. She and her supervisor, Dr. James Kirby, ran a group CFT program over 12 weeks, finding that cultivating a compassionate mind, practicing compassion for others, receiving compassion from others, and offering compassion to oneself, helped to significantly reduce feelings of shame. More work needs to be done, but in lots of areas now, findings suggest that cultivating a compassionate mind can really help. A link to the abstract of Alicia's study can be found in the comments below. Shame is an evolved human emotion that helps us navigate social threats and keep us safely in the group. It's also a very painful emotional experience and can be both physically and emotionally destructive. And it's universal. We all know what it's like to feel ashamed. So I hope that helps in understanding shame and also that cultivating a compassionate mind can be very helpful. Your compassionate self knows that you are good and worthy and is motivated to help you suffer less. And so, as always, I wish you the very best on your compassionate journey.